Law enforcement suicides are at an all-time high right now. One of the causes is poor leadership within the law enforcement profession. Nick, the host of the Roll Call Room podcast, has written a book, Police Mental Barricade, A Survivor's Guide to Poor Law Enforcement Leadership. This book is a raw and powerful look into suicide and how poor leadership decisions contribute to law enforcement suicides. Buy the book now at mentalhealthbarricade.com and stop the stigma. The issues discussed on the Roll Call Room podcast do not reflect the opinions of any specific agency. Any characters discussed on this show may be fictional for comedic value unless you're a shitbag Steve. This podcast is rated explicit and listener discretion is advised. supposed to fucking fail because failure is the stepping stone to success failure is an experience that lends to wisdom that ultimately makes you a stronger version of yourself so the idea is you must fail a hundred times to succeed once it's, that's part of it. No one succeeds the first time. It's learning how to not get disappointed with failure, to understand failure. You only learn when you fail. You don't learn when you succeed. We got it! The journey's hard. The journey is riddled with failure, and that's why most people don't do it. Most people aren't willing to get on that journey because they're afraid to fail. You, my friend, have failed. Congratulations. It's the greatest thing that ever happened to you because it shows that you're alive, it shows that you did something, and it shows that you're growing stronger. Now go and fucking fail again, bro. I hope, I hope you guys that watch these videos, I hope you're going to fail a thousand fucking times. Keep going in, out there and failing. You know what that means? Every time you fail, it means to me. It tells me that you're doing something. Go out there and fucking fail. It's the greatest joy in life. Because it says so much about your character and it adds so much to who you're becoming. Love it for what it is because if you didn't fail, you would never be able to appreciate success. It's possible for you to live your dream. It's necessary that you never give up. It's you, you've got to take personal responsibility. You've got to make it your personal business to make it happen. And you've got to resolve within yourself that I can do this, that it's hard. But you've got to say, I'm the one. I'm the one to make this happen. I'm the one to become successful in this business. Two seconds, one second. Everybody drops the ball. You're not perfect. 
but you can be born again every single day. You could have that rebirth. You could get up and do it again. Recommit. Fail, recommit. Fail, recommit. Fail, recommit. And if that pattern continues to the day you die and you recommit on your deathbed, you were a success. But if you failed and didn't continue, didn't get up again, didn't choose to be reborn again, and that's the ultimate failure. And welcome to the Roll Call Room podcast that pissed off shitbag Steve Commanders and cost my daddy his job and then pissed them off yet again with his number one book, Mental Health Barricade, on Amazon. And now your host, my Uncle Mike and best-selling author, my daddy. Fuck you, Commanders. Up your ass. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Roll Call Room podcast. My name is Nick. With me is my very handsome and balding Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? Mike. How are you? I've missed you. I, <laughs> What's up, buddy? The reason why I'm laughing, laughing is, is because, because we're, we're on a on squad kick. And you put your <laughs> shirt up and you start slashing me. And I start rubbing my nipples. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like, I, I, <laughs> I just missed you, man. Like, uh, I've been so freaking busy with this cafe and with the coffee company that uh, uh, it was... I. Uh, we really, you and I, our schedules just were not syncing up. And then, like, I, I scheduled I something. You canceled. I, you canceled, then I canceled. And then people were emailing, and they were like, are you guys shutting down the show? And I was like, fuck no, I'm not shutting down the show. So I was like, I got to put something out. So I came down here after doing construction all day at the cafe. I listened to that episode the other day when I was on my way into work. And I was like, God, I sound like... I sound like I'm ready to die. <laughs> um, but I put that out basically because, um, yeah, because it was like, you know, people were really concerned. Um, we ran for the hills? hills? <laughs> that, yeah, that we ran for the fucking hills. Uh, and quite the uh, the contrary, like I said last episode, I can't believe it, Mike. Next week, uh, October 27th will be the one-year anniversary that the Roll Call Room podcast has been around. That's pretty, That's pretty wild. wild. That is insane. So, uh, one year. Um, so we'll do an anniversary episode, and I'd love to just go over where we've gone from day one to where we are now. So, how many yeah, listeners? Yeah. We'll how do many like a year listen- review? Yes, yes. And <clears> since <throat> you've been the host since the beginning, um, it'll be awesome because you helped create uh, the roll call room and. Um, you know, that, um, you know, you'll have some good insight into the very, very beginning. 
Um, we could talk about how behind the scenes we knew nothing about what the what we were doing. Um, <laughs> Detective you know, Mario, Mario days. days. Detective Mario days, where you were undercover, um, and uh, you know stuff was going on. And um, I thought last episode was going to be the last episode that we did in this studio and in, in the basement studio, um, but. Uh, the cafe still doesn't have Wi-Fi uh, yet, so that's coming tomorrow. So this actually will be the last episode in this um, in this uh, studio, and then we'll be in the cafe doing podcasts from the cafe, which is going to be super exciting. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be really really fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward um, to drinking some coffee and reading my book. But I still hasn't received. Well, speaking of which, um, you know, big major shout out to our big new sponsor, Supreme Whiskey Stones. They sent over two coffee mugs. Um, sick, sick. Yeah, I mean, you showed them to me. I mean, I mean, amazing. amazing. Oh, so awesome. the majority of the people that come to the to the cafe are law enforcement or law enforcement family. And um, I have the cup that Hector made from Supreme Whiskey Stones right on the on the shelf. And it gets like major, major like people like, oh, my God, that thing is sick. Um, you got to put, put that put thing behind the register, register put a spotlight, spotlight on it. On it. That no. thing is going to grow legs and walk. Well, I told him I want to sell uh, the stuff like a couple of his thin blue line mugs and stuff like that at yeah, the, yeah, at the cafe. Um, but folks. Go on SupremeWhiskeyStones.com. Um, you know, the holiday season is coming up, so that's a great gift idea for a loved one, um, you know, a good supervisor or a commander if they're not a cocksucker. Um, Whoa. I'm just calling it how it is, bro. Wow. I'm just calling it how it is, you know. You know, I know my former agency isn't the only one that's full of cocksuckers and, wow. and fucking... fucking knee rubbers you know so um you know christmas time is coming up i'm telling you i'm gonna do a supreme whiskey stones commercial right now hello that's the for walking go get a mug from supreme whiskey stones what's wrong you're too loud phenomenal that's phenomenal not expensive you cheap fuck. <laughs> uh, but I really love them. I love them. And um, uh, Peacemaker Coffee is still great friends of ours. Um, we're going to do a blend of um, Roll Call Room Cafe Coffee and um, Peacemaker Coffee together. Uh, working on that. Um, it's just been so fucking crazy, man. Um, yeah, you've been, I've, been, I've, been, you know, I've been checking, checking calling you in. You've been fucking. <laughs> I, hold, on, hold on, hold on. I'll call you back. back. I'm, I'm burning wood. Yeah, <laughs> I'm burning wood. I'm fucking nailing stuff. I'm laying down hardwood flooring. And yo, let, yo, me, let tell me, you, me tell you, your commercial. commercial? Yeah, loved it. Loved it. It loved was it. funny, right? Who's throwing the bags at you? Uh, my little one, Emmy. Uh, Emmy. Emmy. I'm gonna pay a next time. Perfect. I'm gonna tell you, hit you in the fucking, fucking head. I got another commercial that I'm doing. Um. I'm not going to ruin it, but it's going to be fucking hilarious. Yeah, I cannot yeah, yeah. wait to do the next one. Awesome. The problem is, is in our cafe, our HVAC unit, like that's what you can hear in the background. It's like really, really loud. 
So I got some service guy coming out. And that's what I'm scared of with the studio is that that the mic is going to pick up, like, the, the sound of the fan and all that shit. I mean, what's the, the difference? difference? I'm here. I'm here. Pick up the dog. Well, my, to, before you logged on, dude, my, my Wamaraner was running around like a fucking Velociraptor. <laughs> it's like... He's, I, I don't know what's going on with that dog, man. I, I just, I don't, I did not do my research. Wamaraners are way too high strung and it's not a good service dog. It stresses me out more than it helps me. <laughs> like I need a service dog for my service dog. Oh shit. Dude, he was eating before. And um, so let me, let me back up. So this morning... I open up the cafe at 5 a.m., which means that I had to get up at 3 a.m. And I haven't seen 3 a.m. in a really long time since I've worked midnights. And it's different when you work at midnights and you're going through into 3 a.m. But waking up at 3 a.m., my body was not feeling it. Like, it was mad. It was really, really mad. Um, And so I, I... woke him up he was really angry because he doesn't get up that early and he goes right over to his food and i swear to god i thought i had a t-rex living in my house like he's just like and drinking the water oh my god and he, and he drools when he drinks water and he drools it on my pit bull and it's just i feel so bad for my pit like she's so old and she's got to deal with this like just one-year-old fucking dummy <laughs> Because he's just a dummy. Like, there's no way to describe it. Weimaraners are just, they're like Dalmatians. They're just dumb. They just don't have any brains whatsoever. So, so yeah. So, um, so we've been doing that. And um, our buddies, 10-8 Memes, put out their first podcast. Um, Logan, who we had on, he just put his trailer out for his podcast. Really yeah, super excited. We, we, we no. uh, um, private messaging. Yeah. On the side, just a little sending like funny memes and a whole bunch of funny shit back and forth. Yeah, and Logan was supposed to have uh, I was supposed to have Logan on last week, and again it it didn't work out because like I start like scheduling people to to come on, and then I'm like, I'm sorry, I got to cancel on you because I got this person coming, I got a plumber coming, and I got this guy coming, and you know I just feel horrible, but. Once we're settled in, which now we're kind of getting in, we're kind of getting settled in now. Um, I think I think we'll be good, but we'll have Logan on again, especially I want to plug his um, uh, his um, his show, which is uh, Caffeine and Sarcasm. Um, it's available on all podcast platforms. So check Logan out. He's a super cool dude, man. Super super cool. The name is awesome. Yeah, yeah, I love the name. He um he got it from a T-shirt from a company that he um that he uses and uh whatchamacallit um they let him use the the name for the podcast so i really enjoyed his trailer it was really good so it's gonna be good uh so while we've been dealing with that uh i've been working uh so i do hybrid working so this is so freaking cool working for the government man uh hybrid working is where i only go in twice a week and then i work from home three days a week and it's so fucking cool, man. It's the coolest thing I've ever experienced. I love I, I it. Wish I wish the police, police department would, would work. Well, my old it. police department did telework, uh, had officers telework, and the chief never got the fucking approval from the city manager. 
uh, or the mayor, and they were fucking uber pissed, man. Yeah. Because, like, there's a whole big article, article right? About Washington. Yeah, they fought. I don't know how that article happened. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, but I mean, listen, I wish I could answer 911 calls from home. Well, our dispatchers do that, but they were having officers teleworking. And the way that the chiefs sold it off was is that the officers were doing online police reporting. Dude, we would get like three or four online reports a day in an entire 24-hour period. So to have an entire 18-person shift working telework, come on. Like, as a taxpayer, I'd be pissed. Oh, yeah, you can't. I'd be pissed. I mean, I get where he was coming from because he was trying to limit the exposure for COVID. So if he kept people home, they wouldn't be exposed. But some people ruined it by, like, taking selfies in their pajamas while they were tele- teleworking and putting it up on social media. <laughs> like, Yeah, that's yeah, some that's stupid, stupid shit I would, I do. would do. Yeah, I would do it, too. I'm not lying, man. I, but, you know, like, you ruined it for everyone. You ruined it. Like... I'd be don't be pissed off with me about the article. Be pissed off that it was fucking publicized. Like, yeah. Like, and the, the fucking reporter was trying hardcore to get a, that fucking picture. Thank God he didn't. Because do you imagine being those two officers oh, laying on the couch and fucking PJs and your fucking computer, your work computer? Fuck, you're fucked. So. um, So, yeah. So uh, I've been teleworking, which is pretty cool. Um. It's fantastic to work for a place that values what your experience is and and values. I have some really, really good leaders, uh, good supervisors. So it's a huge breath of fresh air. Um, But while that was going on, Virginia, so you're all the way up north, but Virginia just passed in their house. It's on the governor's desk right now. So when this episode comes out, I don't know when it comes if it comes out if the governor signs it or not. But they passed in the House, Mike, a no pretextual stop law enforcement reform bill. Yeah, I read this. What the what fuck, the fuck? <laughs> dude? It, it is it is no pretextual stops. So you can't stop for no headlights on. The bill also says that you can have an expired registration and state inspection for up to four months. But, you but cannot that work with the insurance. insurance, dude. If, well, first of all, first of all, being a DUI guru guy, like when I was a patrol officer, I loved getting DUIs, and I have to have Dave Copenhagen. You, you mean back you on. mean collaring people for DUIs? Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. Doing people. <laughs> um, I have to have Dave Copenhaver come on because, uh, one, he started his own consulting company now, and he's training people on DUIs, SFF, field sobriety test shit. So how he would feel about this. Almost a good portion of DUIs come from no headlights on. So you're going to take that away from us as the ability to stop somebody off. I am shocked that Mothers Against Drunk Driving is not going ballistic right now at the governor. Forget it. The amount of fucking DUIs that are going to skyrocket. Well, just look at at the the great city of New York. You get rid of the anti-crime. How many shootings? 
How many shootings have there been? How many guns have been taken off the street? Not a lot. Well, the other thing is, is even if they bring it back, how many people, how many officers are going to be enthusiastic about doing any type of enforcement? Oh, no. Well, they said they're going to bring them back, but they're going to be in uniform. It's a joke. Fuck. LAPD just announced yesterday that they're, uh, with the money that they defunded from the LAPD, they're forming a... Uh, a unit of social workers, unarmed social workers to handle the majority of some of the calls for service. Please. Dude, it's going to be so many fucking... Oh my God. Can you imagine? They go... All right, yeah. They go to a fucking... A domestic a dom- or a verbal no, no. dispute? What about like a emotionally disturbed person? The first minute they walk, walk in the door and they get fucking pissed and shit thrown at them. They're going to be like, oh, this shit's not me. It would be like, this is not worth $15 an hour. Hold on, let's call the cops. <laughs> you know, let me tell you what's going to happen with that. What's going to happen is um, over the radio, they're going to call ahead and say, I'd like to have an officer escort me to this call. So it's still going to tie up LAPD rides two to a car. It's still going to tie up two LAPD officers every fucking call for service. And on top of that, you're paying this social worker or unarmed social, whatever the fuck they're calling them. They should call them social justice counselors or some shit. Hi, I'm the social justice counselor. Do you need a hug? Need a hug? Yeah, yeah. Or, or they call on the phone. No. Hi. Um, this is Stacy. I'm from the Social Justice Stacy. Oh, um, I can understand how upset you are. I understand. Um, I'm I'm looking at the 911 call that you put in. I would be upset too if I shoved a pickle up my ass. I understand. Stacey, I'm, sitting I'm sitting here, here on my on couch, couch but ass naked, with, my, with pickle a pickle in my hand. In my hand. Uh, what are you going to do? Me? Is the couch leather or fabric? It's, it's leather, leather. and it's okay, fucking, fucking cold. cold. Let's look at the positive side. When this is all wrapped up, you could use a Clorox wipe and clean it. Now think about that. If it was fabric, that's going to stain, and it's going to smell like poopy forever. So let's look on the positive side, okay? Okay? That's that's how that's, that's going to go. <laughs> oh, it's going to be horrible. It's going to be fucking horrendous. It's going to be horrendous. Or it'll be rejects that failed out of field training or out of the police academy. Buffs. Buffs, yeah. Oh, oh, badge bunnies. Oh, holster badge sniffers. Bunnies. Holster sniffers. Holster sniffers. That's going to be the dream job for them because oh, they're going to yeah. be even closer to cops. Even closer. They could sniff even more. Yeah. And meanwhile, they'll tell the fucking person how much they're going to be a cop. And oh, they're yeah, in the yeah. next. Oh, listen, I'm in the next class. Don't worry yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, I know what I'm doing. I work for the LAPD. Yeah. What do you do? I'm a mechanic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right. All right. Yeah. I'm a mechanic. I like like to tune people up. I love when you go on a scene and somebody's like, "Uh, uh, I work for the uh, such and such police department. You're like, oh, oh, cool, cool. Uh, How long you been on? Uh, Six years. Uh, What do you do there? Uh, I'm an analyst. And you're like, (laughs) do you even have a gun? Fuck. (laughs) That's unbelievable. So. So no pretextual stops. Um, so basically, you're cutting the, you're cutting the legs out from underneath all officers in the Commonwealth of Virginia. It's going to devastate law enforcement, and it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. 
Oh, the other one, the other major one that I read from Bill is, is that you can't search the car on the scent of marijuana, which is definitely going to get contested if the governor passes it because um, it's case law. Case law allows us to search the vehicle based on marijuana. And the next thing is going to be like, it doesn't matter if it was in plain view. view. That's such bullshit. Dude, and the justification, like I read some of these council members or senators, state senators that that justified that particular one, the marijuana spell, is so disturbing because they basically were like it takes uh, we have too many officers that use that or lie about the scent of marijuana to search the entire vehicle. Yeah, but then when you pull marijuana out, I mean, mean, fuck, fuck. Oh, my God. It's fucking dude i don't you know i think virginia is slowly turning into seattle i think it's slowly turning into fucking portland and it's just uh, it's, dude it's so bad i read an article today that a judge has allowed 27 businesses to sue um uh portland the the government of portland for allowing these riots to go on and the destruction of their businesses and I think that's the only way you're going to hold these these municipalities uh, responsible. I mean, like New York City, how many businesses have closed? I mean, COVID on top of it, COVID restrictions, and then you have these dumbasses fucking, um, you know, you have these dumbasses that like are destroying businesses. They are even fucking torching Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. Like when. When you have Antifa fucking torch in Starbucks, shit is real. Shit is real. Yeah, yeah. Like, Starbucks is like the number one place where you can be homeless and sit in there all fucking day long. And get they free have, Wi-Fi. Yeah, free the Wi-Fi. Homeless guys. Guys. They've put bleach in fucking cops' drinks. They've fucking put, you know, messages on their little stickers that go on the cups. I mean, they they are as far left as you can possibly get, and they're getting torched. It doesn't matter. They're going to fucking fucking burn down down everything. everything. Well, I I could only imagine what's going to happen after election. I mean, we don't talk politics, but that's going to be a fucking nightmare. True, Magna. It's going to be interesting. It it is. It is. is. I like... like, um, (laughs) Not getting into into politics, politics, but I like some of the shit shit with with Biden. Biden. And, uh, with the emails? No, no, just like the funny shit he says. Like, well, the yeah. funny one was, well, I, I on Instagram I follow a um, Biden gaffes page. Well, oh, you got to send that to me. I will. I will. Because I pissed myself. Last week he did a he did a um, he did a um, I don't know, like a rally, and he was like, "I'm proud to be running for the United States Senate." Oh yes. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, did you see this the one poor guy man like did, did, i feel so bad for him like from his the guy is old man just let him retire no oh, so all right, all right. so his discussion not talking about politics but you know fucking that little drunk pelosi uh, yeah they're trying to do the 25th amendment yeah yeah but now they're not gonna, they're not they're not doing that for trump they're doing that for if biden gets in they could fucking Psych him out because he's a fucking South lunatic, and get um, you know well, blowjob queen. Well, I mean, I'll I'm sorry. Uh, whatever the fuck her name's Carmelo. 
Kind of uh, I'll tell you this. There is no way, even if he gets elected, he's not going to make it within six months. But here's the clip. So listen to this. Mine is going to determine who the next president of the United States is going to be. You really are. You're the ones that sent Bill Clinton to the presidency. And you're the ones that sent Barack Obama to the presidency. And I have a simple proposition here. I'm here to ask you for your help. Where I come from, you don't get far unless you ask. My name's Joe Biden. I'm a Democratic candidate for the United States Senate. Look me over. If you like what you see, help out. If not, vote for the other guy. Give me a look, though, okay? That's all I've really got to say to you. I'm about... I, uh, it's a, you know, I, like, I, like, I know, I know we, we were supposed, supposed to get, get on, on and, and, and uh, do, a, do a, a, a fucking, fucking joke thing about the debate. But, but I, love I love Biden. Biden. Come, on, Come on, man. Come on, man. man. You're a clown. You're a clown. clown. You're a clown. I would like to thank everybody, and I am running for the commissioner of the Barnum and Bailey Circus. <laughs> Thank you for coming. I like when he, there was one, I think he was like, uh, you know, his wife came in and she was doing like a whole little fucking thing. And he's and he comes in at the end and he's like, I'm Jill. <laughs> so some shit like, um, I'm Jill's wife. I was like, what? Yeah, I, I, the guy, the guy's definitely got some stuff going on, man. Like he's definitely, he's definitely missing some stuff. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind. Funny shit. But he is. He, he is loves the military. military. But then, but then he's, 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 talking he's talking to them. To them and he's, and he's introduces somebody. somebody and he's like, he's like clap, clap, you stupid, stupid bastards. bastards. Oh, my God. He, like, what the fuck? He's just like. Come on, man. Come on, man. I, I don't know, man. I just, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm worried about him. I'm really worried about him. You know, I just I feel like he's being used as like the savior of of the party. And lobbyists aren't bad people. Special interest groups are not bad people. But guess what? They're corrosive. People who accept the money from them aren't bad people. But it's human nature. You go out, Lynn, and bundle two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for me. All legal. And then you call me after I'm elected and say, Joe, I'd like to come and talk to you about something. <laughs> you didn't buy me, but it's human nature. You helped me. I'm going to say, sure, Lynn, come on in. I would agree that, that your service in the Senate up to this point has, has not reflected any particular concern for the larger contributors. Well, the fortunate thing is I didn't have many larger contributors. And the only reason, see, I went to the big guys for the money. I was ready to prostitute myself in the, man, the manner in which I talk about it. <laughs> But what happened was they said, come back when you're 40, son. But I am not running for vice president. I would uh, I would not accept it if anyone offered it to me. And the fact of the matter is I would much prefer to stay as chairman of the Foreign Relations Committee than vice president. Will you ever run for political office again? No, no. I'm told I get criticized by the new left. I have the most progressive record of anybody running for the United Anybody who would run. And so the younger generation now tells me how tough things are. Give me a break. No, no. I have no empathy for it. Give me a break. Look, John's last-minute economic plan does nothing to tackle the number one job facing the middle class. And it happens to be, as Barack says, a three-letter word. Jobs. J-O-B-S. Jobs. Come on, Come on. man. Three-letter word, jobs. Yeah, I like, I like he, 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 he said he something said like something he was implying that Irish, Irish people, people are stupid. stupid. Uh, <laughs> what about him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
Oh poor kids are just as bright as just talented, talented uh, white kids. The one where he <laughs> says fuck, man, that he says um, about his legs, like the oh, little, little, little kids, kids love, love rubbing, rubbing up and down, down his legs in the pool. That I got a food line. Oh, hold on, hold on. Oh my god, dude! He, you know he's just chock full of like wonderful gaffes where you're just like. He's a comedy. Go- He's just comedy gold more than anything. And you're like, did he, did he fucking say? Fucking say? Yeah, you're like, you're like, what the fuck just happened? Why would you say that? Who's handling this guy? Hold on. Dad, first African American state senator in the state of in the state of Delaware. Everything about. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand. And it get hot. I got a lot of. I got hairy legs that turn <laughs> that, that 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 turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down, so it was straight. And then watch the hair come back up again. They look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. <laughs> what and the I fuck is this to do with roaches? Lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. Fuck, dude! Like, you can't even make that shit up, dude. Like, I can't even, dude. I can't. I just can't, bro. Like, I want him to get elected in a way, just because. You, you know, you, I just want to see what he does. You know, he like gets as elected, he gets elected, we're fucked. We're fucked. As a as a as a profession, we're fucked. Uh, uh, they'll, they'll throw his ass his- out there. So. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. I don't think we could top it after that. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Touch my legs. legs. (laughs) God. Hey folks, I'm so excited about this brand new sponsor, Ferocious Beard Company. This company is fantastic. They have a lot of great assortments of beard wax, wash, and oils. They've got apparel, they've got soaps, they've got a whole bunch of different things. Go to ferociousbeard.com, use promo code ROLLCALLROOM, and you get 20% off. I absolutely love their products. Telling you, I've used a lot of different beard products, Mike and I have been searching for a beard company for a long time as a sponsor, and we finally found the best company out there, which is Ferocious Beard Company, and they're out of uh, Fort Worth, Texas, okay? Go on ferociousbeard.com, use promo code ROLLCALLROOM, and you get 20% off. Can't touch this. All right, folks, we are back. <laughs> Whatever happened to MC Hammer? Oh, God. What happened to him? I, saw, I think I saw him on like a fucking pizza commercial or something. I don't know. Things went bad with him. I want to say he went to, not jail, but tax evasion or some shit. Uh, 
I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to keep track. MC Hammer blew through his ample fortune. Hammer filed for bankruptcy in 96. No. $13 million debt. What? Yeah. How does that happen? No one can touch him. Tell me, have you seen her? That's sad, man. That you know what that is? That's probably people around him that were leeches. Oh, like oh they yeah, suck like Mike Tyson. Yeah. Oh, poor Mike. I love you know Mike's Mike. fighting again, right? Did you see some of those commercials or the, the promos? He's Yo, looking diesel, man. He's freaking cut out. Yeah. If he if he goes back to the way that he was, man, he he was unstoppable. I gonna be a Thumb's gonna fucking just destroy that yeah, guy. Destroy him, gonna chomp out of the air. Fuck, suck his dick. Oh, no. <laughs> wrong, 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 Mike. Mike. Wrong, Mike. Oh, That's wrong. Wrong. That was Mike, Mike Bison. 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 Yeah. So, oh, Jesus Christ. So, <laughs> we did our serious thing. Oh, come on. <laughs> It's time for a game I like to call Truth or You Lying Son of a Bitch. Truth or You Lying Son of a Bitch. So the way this game will work is, is I will say a scene that I have worked, or Mike, or then Mike will, and we will have two minutes each to ask any questions we want about that scene and determine if you're a lying son of a bitch or you're telling the truth. Mike, you get it? I'd rather catch, catch crabs than play these fucking games. This is our fans' favorite part of our show now is these games. And you owe it. To our fans, God, I hate these give them what they want. Fucking game. For the last 12 months, this is all they've wanted. Unbelievable. Is to have a little funny. They're on the shift. Not teleworking. Not running for the hills. Doing real police work. Doing real police work, fighting crime. All they want is a little funny in that cruiser. And we gotta give it to them. You ready for this? No, but you're gonna start anyway, so... Go ahead, tell me your fucking story. Because I have to think of one, because I don't fucking... I'm gonna tell this... uh, I've been on patrol in fucking over ten years. Well... You'll remember something. I got one. Like, talk into the mic. Okay. Get closer to your mic. Yeah. There we yeah. go. There we go. So this How's is that? very good. I see the sticker of you and I. I love that logo. That's fucking great. great. Um. So this is a true story. Stop fucking yelling at me. Getting to the mic. Yeah. We've only you've only been on the show for a year, so you would think you would know. Um. So true story. I was working midnights. Went to call for service at a seedy motel, no tell motel, where a lady of the night, 
prostitute hooker uh, had died in the middle of servicing several gentlemen, and she died. At the same and, time? And she was hired to service a couple of gentlemen, and she died, and they still wanted their money's worth, so they continued <laughs> self-service. Mike, I will start the clock. You have two minutes to ask your questions. Go ahead. How many, How guys, many guys were there? Four. Okay. okay. What? what? What nationality was she? She was Caucasian. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. see. Any, Any drugs? drugs? Recovered, Recovered or, or toxicology come back? Uh, at the time of the scene, there was paraphernalia of the high caliber mm. heron. Okay. Being the young detective that I was, I determined that drugs may have been a factor in her death. Uh, were any of the four, four gentlemen, gentlemen high? high? Yes. Mm, okay. I see. I see. Was the young lady of the night strapped up or tied up? Nope. Just laying in bed. Laying in bed, face down. S up. S up. Yep. That's the way she liked to fuck. Fuck. They propped a pillow underneath her. Yeah. How long? How long was she dead for? She was dead for seven hours. Seven. 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 And you were close to this job. You weren't one of the four. No, I was not one of the four. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Not one of the four. (laughs) You have to actually write that down. What was the scene like? It was a mess. Like How, describe, the room was the room was just disgusting, and that's two minutes. Truth, or are you lying, son of a bitch? I think I that's think true. That's true. Truth, or lying, son of a bitch? I think I think that's true. That is true. All right, it was right. a true scene. The lie was it was not my scene. I was a sergeant at the time, but it was a true scene. And it actually did happen. And she was dead for quite a few hours. So I can like, I mean, it was a fucking job. I know. It was disgusting. No, and I'm she not, was I, disgusting. I got the point. Yeah. You got it? No, no, you got it. You got it. You're saying the lie was. I wasn't. It wasn't my job. No, no. The story is true. That's all that matters, bro. Okay. Okay. That's all that matters. So give me what you got, bro. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we go to a C complainant. We get a C. It's like a uh, 911 call. Like, I want to talk to the cops. Okay. We call the 68 C complainant. Okay. Go there. Go there. Little Asian lady comes out. And she's got her hands out. And she goes, I have to tell you something. Not a little Asian voice. I'm not going to do it. She goes, There's been a murder. And I'm like, Oh, fuck. 
what, what, what's going on? She goes, this guy came into the house and he murdered my, 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 and she breaks down. And I'm like, look at my partner. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Then she, she turns around and she's got this um, cloth. And she opens up the cloth, and there's a fish. What? And she goes, he killed my fish. What? And I was like, who did? I don't know, but it was a murder. And you need to find out. Out. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. You need to you need find, to find out, out who killed. killed. And I'm like, how'd they, like, how'd they come, in? come in? They broke, they in, broke in and murdered. I go, well, I go, how, well does, how, does, how do you know it murdered? How do you know the fish was murdered? She points, points to her, her ear, ear and her lips. And her lips. It told me. I said, I said what? What, the, what, the, what the fuck Don't did it say? say? She just went. She just went. I was like, I was like, what? What? And then I get and on my radio, I'm like, oh, 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 terrible, oh, terrible, I gotta go, go. Oh, alright, we'll be back. And we fucking left the scene. Alright, so I'm gonna start my two minutes. Okay. What type of fish was it? It was a koi was fish. Koi fish. Koi fish. Did she have a pond? Or a fish tank? She had a bucket. A bucket. A bucket. Was she raising the koi fish for food or as a pet? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Do you have any other interactions with her prior? No. No. Are you keeping keeping the two minutes? minutes? Yeah, I'm I'm timing it. Yeah. All right, all right. Were you the one that killed the fish? No, no. All right, let me write that down. You did not kill the fish. Okay. Um, was there any sexual offense committed to the fish? Mm, I'm not a, not fish, a expert. fish expert. I wouldn't know that. Was the mouth open or closed? Open. Open. And his eyes, and were, his open. eyes were open. Definitely sexual offense. All right. Um, was she crying? She was upset. She was upset. Was she? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Did she ever call back and ask for somebody to come back after you bounced? <laughs> Did it create another job? No. No. She never called back ever again. Nope. How long were you on the job at that time? Maybe under five under years. Five. Under five years. Oh, time's up. I'm going to say... I'm going to say you lying son of a bitch. Damn. Damn. You're wrong. Is that right? You're wrong. You're wrong. What? 
That is, that is a true fucking, true fucking story. story. No way. And, and God rest her soul, soul. My mother. My mother. That was, that was her, best, her story best story that I've ever told her on a job. job. That is that a true, is story. true story. What? Yeah, this, yeah, this little, little agent, agent comes out with this out fucking with fish, fish. And she's and like, she's it's a murder. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Bro, bro, it was, it was fucking, fucking insane. insane. She was out of her out fucking, of mind. fucking mind. I probably had like probably had maybe like three or four years, or four years on. on. I, I, I'm not I, sure I about this. Sure but bro, she had the fish, fish and it was, and dead. it was dead. And she had it on like a little cloth. That's disgusting. It was fucking hysterical. But that is a true story. That is my mother's favorite story. Favorite story? Yeah. And I'm surprised because I told you about that. Years, yeah, years ago, man, I'm I forgot about and, it then. And no joke, no joke. She's like, she's like pointing to her ears. It told me, me. What did it what say? Did it say. People that aren't in law enforcement or first responders have no idea that that's the kind of shit on a daily basis oh. that we would have to deal with. And you have to keep a straight face. Like you have to turn around and be like, uh huh. Oh, it told you. Okay, all right. Um. You think it'll talk to me? Like, like it's just the weirdest fucking shit, bro. All right, I'm gonna give you another one. All oh right? my god, god! All right, here we go. So, I'm on the job. I probably was on about about five years. I go out to this call for service. Are you taking a piss? Piss? And um, walk in there. Um, and I'm talking to the guy, and it was kind of low light in his apartment. And I'm talking to the guy, and the guy had like jars all over the place. And I thought it was like he. Um, Are we back to the wing challenge? That he, uh, <laughs> that he collected like. You, you know, like, like the little, like body parts that float in in jars and stuff. And um, I take my flashlight and I put it around the room, and the guy was storing his poop in water in big, huge pickle jars, like glass pickle jars. Um, and some of them were loose. And some of them actually looked like pickles (laughs) floating in the water. And there were hundreds of these jars, hundreds of them. And it smelled so bad in that apartment. It was bad. Um, Yeah. So um, that's my... That's my story. <clears throat> All right, let me know my thought. Yeah, First question. First question. How do you know how do you poop in the job? I asked them. Okay. Uh, uh, did at any did point. At any point did you, Did you taste, taste what was in the what jar? Was in the jar? 
Come on, dude. Get the fuck out of here. No. Oh, you know, like back in the old days? This must be cool. If I had a rookie with me, they threw it in there. Dude, if I had a rookie with me, I would have had him unscrew the jar and smell it. <laughs> Did the, was the guy wearing pants? pants. Uh, he was wearing shorts. Not okay. Bad. Did you check the bathroom? Check the bath. The bathroom? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. When was his last bowel moment? I didn't ask. But it sounded like that. Didn't ask last bowel movement. Okay. How tall was he? He was a short fella. Okay. And fat. Short. I'm sorry. Stocky. Short and stocky. How much did he weigh? Did he weigh? I'd probably say a deuce and a half. Two and a half. Did he have any, have any unopened, unopened, like, like McDonald's, McDonald's sauce, sauce cups, cups all over the place? No. No, no McDonald's sauce cups. Was he a hoarder? He a hoarder? Yeah, I would say yes, because his apartment was really, really messy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did he have any, Did cats? He have any cats? No pets. No pets. Any stray, stray animals, animals that might be that living? Might be living? If they were, mm-hmm. they sir, were hiding. Sir, 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 please, please. I'm trying to investigate, trying to investigate this. this. I don't need you laughing. laughing. And that's time. Bullshit. Bullshit. I have one more, I have question. one more question. Sorry, two minutes is two minutes. Fuck him. Bullshit. You're gonna have to make your decision based off your training and experience. Um. These sounds aren't distracting, are they? Oof. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna go. With I'm true. gonna go with true. You're gonna. You're gonna go with true. Yeah, fuck yeah, it. It fuck sounds it. like sounds something. Like some some something crazy job some that you go to. That is you lying, son of a bitch. That never happened. No, no, God. But it can. It definitely, it's so believable because yeah, we, yeah. we see shit like that all the time. Uh, you'll wrap it up with the last one, buddy. Give it to me. All right, all right. Go ahead. Hit me with it. Respond to a job. Job. Mm-hmm. Where. Job comes Job. over is a uh, baby found, baby found. Mm-hmm. in the garbage. In the garbage. Oof. We get there, get there. and we're going through some shit. We see this jar, jar. and there's a baby, baby in the jar. jar. What? And, and we're, like, we're like, what the fuck? Homicide comes out. All the bosses are getting phone calls. I'm like, yeah, this yeah, is a kid in a, kid in a fucking jar. jar. Like, whatever, whatever. Like, so we try, try investigating, and they take the baby to toxicology, and it, they don't know. They don't know. 
they don't know what they the fuck is going, going on. on. So, so somebody, somebody had a smart idea in homicide or whoever, whoever that, that hey, hey, open the fucking open thing, the thing up, up and, and see if it's a real baby. Real baby. And they're like, well, they're didn't like, they do that already? that already? They're like, yeah. yeah. Well, wow. The Emmy's office did it and they found nothing. Found nothing. And then they open the jar again and realize it's not a baby. It's a dummy. Oh, it's like one of those um, movie prop. prop. Oh. Mm. You tell me when. Is that it? Yes, it is. I don't fucking know. Stupid-ass stupid fucking, fucking game. Was... The baby's eyes open or closed in the jar? Closed. Okay. Hmm. Found in the trash, right? Mm-hmm. Underneath it? Like deep in the trash can? It was in a bag. In a bag. It was in a bag. Plastic or paper? Plastic. Plastic. Not very environmental. No. No. Um. Did the baby have two arms? Yes. Did you put the baby in there? No. No. That would have been some story. Story. Yeah. Um. This one's a hard one, man. That's what she said. Did you open the jar? I did not. When you found the the jar, did you like just leave it there and then call detectives in? No, no. I was a detective. Oh, you were. Oh, okay. So you were the guy that they called. Okay. Hmm. So you didn't actually discover it. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Do you ever find out who put it there? No, no. Hmm. Did you get to keep it? That would have been, pretty, been cool. pretty cool. But no. But, but no. no. Hmm. My time is up. Hmm. I'm going to go with real. That is real. That is real. Yes. Yes. Fucking A right. Yes. Awesome. True story. True story. True story. Really? Yeah. No one. Yeah. No one fucking figured out That's to figured take the baby out, out of the jar. The baby out of the jar. <laughs> and see if it was real. And see if it was real. Yeah, but you wouldn't do that at the scene. No. Kinda, no. No. But, no. But you know, you, you didn't know if it was. I mean, you didn't know if it was. I mean, yeah, it looked fucking. It real. looked real. Oh yeah, it looked like a little baby. Really? Yeah, yeah, in a job. Yeah, fucking crazy shit. Fucking crazy shit. Well, and that's what I thought about the diarrhea guy. The shit guy was. Is I thought like that. Like people collect weird shit. Mm-hmm. Like they collect like alien baby heads and. Shit well, that's like what we that. thought it was. That's, that's what, what we thought it was. It was right. Like, that's what, what I fuck? thought the what shit the was. My story was fake, so Mine was there real. you go. Mine was real. Yeah, yours was real. So that's crazy. I hope everybody enjoyed that game. Mike loves. I these. fucking hate the I game. I fucking hate the game. 
I it gets harder and harder to find good games to play with you. Um, but you know what? We had a fantastic time. Uh, I want to do a couple of real quick shout outs before we wrap it up. So uh, if you want your very own uh, Roll Call Room coffee, go on rollcallroomcafe.com. You can order our coffee there. We'll ship it out to you. Um, I guess I got to pay for check, it. I got to pay for it. Yeah. Uh, check out Peacemaker Coffee. I love those guys. Make sure you check out Supreme Whiskey Stones, 10-8 Memes, and Logan just text messaged me that he is going to drop his first episode this week, so uh, super cool. He always texts me while we're doing a show, which is cool. He's It's like he has a premonition, like he knows. Uh, as always, you can reach me at nick at rollcallroom.com and Mike? Mike, Mike at rollcallroom.com And... Um, as always, you can check us out on rollcallroom.com. Uh, we've got a lot of cool shit on our website. You can get some merch and shit. Um, we have tons and tons of posters that we can autograph and send out to you. If you're a fan of the show, just reach out. You can email me or Mike, and we'll uh, we'll ship it out to you. Um, but more importantly, take good care of each other. Am I right? It's a tough time right now. And then we're going to do an anniversary episode. Mike and I, and we hope you enjoyed this one. Mike, you have anything for the good of the order? Uh, just a shout no, out to my cousin, shout out Ryan. To my cousin Ryan. Stay safe out there, brother. Stay safe Loves out the there, brother. Loves the show. So awesome. So, and then I forgot to tell you that my niece, that my niece, she listens to the she listens to the show. No, yeah, way. she does. Yeah, she does. Um, oh, um, she told us to stick with the funny stuff. Stick with the funny stuff. She she gets bored with all bored with all cop shit, cop shit. And I was like, and I was like. That's well, what the show I know, is. I know. I know. She just like yeah. the, she just she likes the, loves the games. Like, loves the games. Loves the games. Now, loves see, games. see. I knew so it. big shout out to my niece. Shout out to my niece. And uh, and uh, like you said, man. Like just, you said, man. Just tough the time right now. Tough time right now. Time is tough yeah. right time now. Tough right now. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, and uh, Jeez. I know. Tired now. Well, Tired. big shout out to Daryl and his wife who came, um, traveled all the way to come and see the cafe. Uh, big shout out to them and their uh, beautiful daughter. Um, so thank you guys and take good care of each other and we'll catch you on the next one. Later. Later. You need fucking game. You need fucking game. Can't stand. Can't stand. Love them. Fuck. Love it. Ridiculous. Love it. Like, give me a heads up. Give me a heads up. Don't throw the shit. Don't throw the shit at me. I just treated you like that dead hooker. Oh god. Ass off. Face down. Yeah. I was like, fuck you. Here's a game. Right on your face. Your body is free and So you can't dance. So you can't dance no more. Do you want to help the Roll Call Room podcast keep going? Of course you do. Join Patreon and pledge to the show each month. Tiers start at $5 and you can get some pretty cool shit with it, including swag and access to listen to episode clips early. So put that Starbucks coffee down and help my dad keep the show going. Don't be a fucking Steve. Go to rollcallroom.com to pledge today.